Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. I'm your feel-good sister, Ray, and I'm on the line with my other feel-good sister, Heather. Hi, Heather. If you haven't been listening to the show in a little while, we've just rebranded ourselves. We decided to call each other the Feel Good Sisters because you know what? All we do is talk about how do we feel better because when we feel better, we connect more fully with Source and everything just goes better. Life is more joyful. We're more connected to our knowing. We're more intuitive. So welcome to Everyday Attraction where we talk about the law of attraction in a very particular way. We talk about it and how it is applying to your nitty-gritty everyday lives. We're talking about Monday morning attraction, aren't we? We're talking about Wednesday afternoon attraction. We're talking about, we're just talking about Saturday morning at 8 o'clock attraction. (laughs) Talking about in your body with your fingers and your nose and your eyes and all the physical aspects. Exactly. Of the yummy feel-good things in the world. And how to have a mountaintop experience in the middle of your week, in the middle of the chaos. And so we do that. The way that we do that um, is we really talk about what we think are some leading edge teachers in the metaphysical movement who we think are doing this exquisitely. And and of course, our house band is uh, the Abrahams, otherwise known as Abraham Hicks, our wonderful Esther Hicks. We just like to, you know, this work is so deep. I know, Heather, you've taken a trip on, did did a road trip with Abraham (laughs) this week. Don't you just love being on the road with the Abrahams in the car? (laughs) I do. I love to listen, except for when I zone out and then I have to listen to the same track like 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, oh, I was hypnotized by the road after five hours. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, that's really right. I appreciate that that you come here every week and and talk about this stuff because I love going deeper on this information because although they're clear and they're succinct, this stuff is deep and it's Mm -hmm. wide and it's intense and yet so simple and really simple though I think the more I understand it the simpler it is Um, I used to think it was more complex but it's actually simpler I think we make it more complex we do we do that's the thing (laughs) well in order to feel better about it I like to make it more complex so that I could just pat myself on the back for getting it (laughs) but what we love to do it and we're going to talk about the Abrahams again today because um, what I love about them, and if you're if you've just kind of 
heard us for the first time, uh, we're talking specifically about a channel, a leading edge body of work, if you will, that is through Esther Hicks. And um, the website is is, is abraham-hicks.com. But many of you who've been traveling in these metaphysical circles are very familiar with these teachers. And so we, we're happy to have you here and, and um, as we go deep on it. But what I love about them and uh, this consciousness is that they talk about things that I think I know, and they flip it. They flip the meanings of things in such a way where I, you know, if I am listening to them on the road, I have to pull over and go, what? Um, And today we want to talk about doubt, D-O-U-B-T, doubt. What is it? Why do I have it? What do I do with it? And what was so surprising to me about this recent workshop where they focused on doubt was I thought that I knew what doubt was, but I didn't. And they reveal, <laughs> but I didn't. Oh, but yet I again, didn't. but I didn't. Um, they reveal kind of what doubt is. And, and what's interesting is that the antidote or the response to doubt is not faith, which in my upbringing, in my more Christian sort of fundamentalist upbringing, um, you know, the response to doubt was always just pour more faith on that baby, right? Pour more faith on that fire. Mm-hmm. And although faith is powerful, um, what we're we're talking about with doubt is is really an understanding of why it's there to begin with. Mm-hmm. What is it that is um, that is creating this feeling? Because it is a feeling. Doubt is not an emotion necessarily, but it is a feeling. Um, and what I love about the Abrahams is that they reveal that emotions don't create. And, and I've gotten into some conversations with people who, who have sort of listened to the Abraham work on the surface. And they're like, oh, they believe that, you know, emotions create things or attract things. And really, that's not what they are teaching. They're very, very clear that emotions and feelings are one thing and one thing only. They're indicators of where you have been focused. Mm-hmm. So they in, in themselves but don't they create. Attract, but they do attract in the sense that it, that's where you're vibrating. Right, but it's but it's because of the focused attention, right. not not because of the emotion. Right, the emotion is kind of the barometer. It's saying here's what's happening, but it's not what's actually doing the attracting. Um, it is your thought and your focus, and the reaction of that thought and focus that results in an emotion. That is a barometer to where you are, what atmosphere, like we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, emotions are an indication of the atmosphere or climate that you've been creating um, Mm -hmm. from a vibrational standpoint. And so, and where your momentum is and where the momentum is exactly because, you know, um, if anger erupts out of seemingly nowhere, um, the truth is it's been it's been actually coming up a lot, like circumstances have been coming up a lot that have not been attended to, or not been soothed, or not been realized. And so it's sort of that pushing down of the thoughts and the feelings that want to come up for a healing, if you will. And, and if you're not really allowing yourself to, to sort of step back and see where you are, and get real with yourself. It's like, wow, I have been telling that story all week. I've been telling the story of XYZ, which is the opposite of what I want. And to sort of realize that you've been telling that story and then to wonder why emotions erupt 
is, you know, kind of that thing where you fall out of the plane, <laughs> just hold on, <laughs> it'll be over soon. But we, we sort of want to get this idea and this understanding that, um, that emotions are really a wonderful way to see where we've been focusing with our momentum, our thoughts, our feelings, where have we been focusing, where have we been adding fuel to the fire, so to speak. And doubt is one of those things that very much is often surrounded by a lot of storytelling about what's not been happening. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you checked out, it rarely, well, no, it can't, it can't come unless you've been telling a lot of stories about what you're not getting. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Right? I was just, I was just, I'm listening to you, but then I'm also thinking about what it feels like in my body. And for me, the opposite of doubt feels like confidence. Right. When I have confidence, I don't feel doubt. And when I feel doubt, I don't have confidence. Yes. Yes. In that moment. Yes, they definitely can't, you can't feel both. They're at different sides of the equation. But what, you know, what these teachers are, are talking about is this idea of contradictory energy. Mm-hmm. When you're contradicting the truth within you. When you're saying you can't have something and sources saying you can. Isn't that interesting? So that's that contradiction of energy that results in the feeling of doubt. Mm -hmm. You know, I want it. I don't have it. I want it. I don't have it. I want it. it. Yeah. So when you're, so it's the whole thing that they're talking about. There's two, two sides to every stick or every topic has two sides, the having of the topic and the not, and the not having of the topic. Yes. But it gets very slippery because sometimes we put words to having something. But the energy underneath our words is, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, where is it, where is it, where, you know what I'm saying? Well, I talk about that in my classes about how when you think you're focusing on you, what you want, but you're actually focusing on what you want, let's say money, from the aspect of, but I don't have it yet, you're actually focusing on the lack side of the stick. It's slippery though, because it feels like you're being truthful, which you are. It feels like you're being realistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do um, we what do we talk about? Like my new tattoo that I want to get is stop facing reality, start creating it. Is that good? Stop. <laughs> stop facing reality, start creating it. Don't you think that was like maybe it's like a better bumper sticker than a tattoo? <laughs> it's a little too permanent for that, but it's okay. a good bumper sticker, right? Um, but it is that thing where yeah, you're you're facing quote unquote reality, but remember the. The whole thing about attraction is it's a reflection pond, right? Everything is a mirror that's just basically reflecting what you're putting out there. So all the flowery words and inspiration and I know it's coming. I know it's coming. But underneath there is this desperate, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? You know? Why isn't it here yet? And why did it go to Susie and the neighbor and the other person and the other person? And then there's that envy or jealousy. But for me, it's really about feeling having it as if I have it right now, because the way we know how it works is that we manifest energetically first before it physically shows up. So we have to feel it as if we have it in this moment in order for the physical manifestation. So it, it maybe we feel like it's a trick. But I guess we're so used to knowing that's how it works that you have to have those glimpses of having it. What it feels like to have it is this. 
Right. But it, but that's kind of delusional. I mean, in a good way, <laughs> in a good way, because like if you're a hundred thousand dollars in debt and you want to feel like you have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, right? So Abraham and, and they, Abraham talks about this very scenario and we'll, we'll listen to a little bit of it in a second, but you know, that's the gap, right? It's a $200,000 gap. That's really interesting. It's like, how do you feel that done without being totally delusional? <laughs> and maybe delusional has been, been given a bad rap. Maybe that's what the problem is. You know what I mean? I mean, we're being a little too hard on delusional. Maybe delusional has some pretty powerful metaphysical aspects. <laughs> <laughs> but well, know. I think how we do it because I've been working on this exact very thing is um, inch by inch, step by step. So instead of going from a hundred thousand in debt to, to a hundred thousand in the bank, or like let's say you're used to making seven thousand a month and you want to make a hundred thousand a month, you don't go from seven to a hundred thousand. You go from seven to eight, from eight to ten, from ten to twelve, from twelve. You know, incremental. So you feel, yeah, yeah, incremental. Everything in baby steps. And so I've actually really moved up the money vibrational scale, both in, well, in energetically and physically, because I'm able to receive more and more and more in my mind. Yes. But I've done it incrementally. Yeah. And you're right. It is so, it is important to take it bite by metaphysical bite and, and to do the things that we know are, are really important to feel better now outside of the circumstances changing. And, and this is, this is the study of this. That's so profound because you can get it intellectually, but being able to practice it in your everyday footsteps life is, is really significantly different. Um, to be able to be in the midst of contrast, the midst of this gap, whether it be with money or relationships or whatever happens to be quote unquote missing, um, this is the gateway to God. Like whatever your biggest contrast is, I promise you on the other side of it is a deeper, more profound connection to source. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it wouldn't be there for you, right? It is, it's, it is the gateway to a connection that perhaps you've never had before with your inner being, with your knowing, with all that is. And so in a way you can get, you know, you can embrace the doubt in the sense that when I release this, I will feel that connection maybe stronger than ever before because I've been, you know, beating the the drum of, of, of not having it, of not having whatever that is. So we want to embrace our contrast in a way that, you know, it is the path to God. It is that opportunity to embrace our truth, the capital T, but it is, like you said, Heather, it's a bite-sized step-by-step, moment-by-moment, how can I shift this thought? How can I shift this perspective? A practice. It is not, you know, a, a kind of fever pitch revelation, come to Jesus moment, as as much as that is kind of fun and pleasurable and Well, but it exciting, gets momentum. You know? Once yeah. it gets momentum, then you start to feel it flow and flow and flow. And I mean, it's been so flowing for me. I think I was telling you the story. I was in the... Um, 
everything's just flowing so wonderfully and beautifully. And I, I go to an elevator and there's nobody around and the doors open up for me and there's nobody on the floor. There's no one in the elevator. I have not pushed the button. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I love you it. know, you, you know, uh, the universe is, is ready for me because I've, I've asked and asked and asked and it's starting to pick up momentum and I'm putting in a little bit more focus, more focus. And I love that moving over if we were focusing on what we didn't want 51% of the time and what we did want 49% of the time, and if we shifted over to focusing on what we do want 51% of the time, it can start to build momentum very quickly. Absolutely, because the universe loves that kind of speed. So, well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking more about this wonderful emotion of doubt mm, and how you can use it to be a catapult to a, a more rich and closer walk with spirit. And uh, when we come back, we'll share some of this recent workshop. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction on your favorite internet radio channel, Unity FM. Hold on. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. 
We're back uh, listening to Everyday Attraction here with Heather and Ray. And before I forget, um, if you have a chance to pop over to our website at everydayattraction.com, there's an email list that we'd love to get you guys on and um, let you know what we're doing. We're going to be doing some more events coming up and some more things that you can interact with us if you'd like to have this conversation. And also, Heather is um, continuing to offer channeling sessions. Um, She's a wonderful channel, and there's opportunities for our listeners to get some great deals and, and have some opportunity to interact with her broader knowing. So her website, you can get to that from everydayattraction.com, but also you can go directly to uh, resetyourmindset.net, resetyourmindset.net. So take advantage of that. That would be very good. And uh, we're going to continue to talk to you every week as we do on how we feel better and how important it is to be feeling better and better and better. Because you know what? Source kind of feels good all the time. (laughs) <laughs> new news <laughs> they're they're kind of in the vortex <laughs> they're having a party they're having a party for you they're celebrating all the things you've been asking for they're over there dancing on on the thing that you've asked for going come on over. singing the happy song dancing <laughs> exactly i love that I don't, I don't know if did you catch that uh the pharrell interview with oprah this week it was all over youtube but did you happen to catch it I didn't see it myself, but I saw it at the event I was at, at, at Be The Change this weekend, um, and it was very awesome. Wasn't that wonderful? Yeah, and the lady, the event that I was at, she actually flew the teacher of, if you saw that, the kids' school that was singing that uh the happy song from Detroit. Oh, really? She flew the teacher out and gave the school money, and... um. Pharrell, did you see the part where they had the the video from all over the country, everyone singing happy? Yeah. So for anyone who didn't see it, you can go on YouTube and just search like Oprah and Pharrell. For for those of you who don't know, uh, Pharrell was the the wonderful uh, musician who's amazing, who did the the happy song that's now hitting all the charts and all around the world. But what I, I thought was so cool about that interview was I watched him break open really seeing the impact that his mm-hmm. alignment had on the world. Yeah. When he, and he cried. Yeah. Wow. That was awesome. You know, and, and I think all of us yearn for that and we all have it within us. We all have that genius within us that can, um, when we stay in our alignment and whatever that means to our individual perspectives and our individual talents and gifts, it does change the world. Not that changing the world is the intention, because I don't think that was his intention. Um, it was just to really state what he knew to be true and that happiness is inside you and, you know, bring it on. I, you know, I, I'm okay. It's a powerful message. Um, but it was it's, it's like glimpses. I call it glimpses of God. It's like the more I am in alignment, the more glimpses I see of this the alignment, it, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's these, this feeling of knowing and sensing them in alignment and glimpses of all these things lining up from, you know, like you're, you look at your life sometimes and you go, all the, it looks like all separate different things. And then all of a sudden you have these moments where all these things have brought you to where you are today and they all mattered before in a certain way that's going to matter differently in the future. It's just, I don't even know how to describe it, but I've had more and more and more glimpses lately and it's just very mind boggling and exciting. It is powerful because I think it's, it's what we're all looking for is that connection and that perspective of that broader knowing. 
um, that everything is working for good, even though it may look like chaos and confusion. Um, there's clearly something at the helm and that something is us in expanded ways and, uh, and to trust it and, and to work through the doubt, which is what we're talking about this week on the energy and emotion and feeling of doubt and what it is and what it isn't. And, um, and what our friends, the Abrahams have to say, we're going to pop over and listen to just a little appetizer of a, a recent workshop that uh, really focused in on this particular emotion or feeling of doubt to help us understand it is um, really a gateway to our connection with source if we can just pivot a little bit in the direction of our true knowing. And so we're going to play a little bit of this track and then Heather and I will go uh, deeper into you know what we think is being revealed here and, and how we can apply it to our everyday lives. So let's just pop in. This is a recent workshop um, in Sacramento, California. And as we always say, uh, please go over to abraham-hicks.com and just buy everything they they uh, publish because it's so fantastic. And, um, and of course, uh, if you can see them live, that is an amazing experience. We've, we've both done it a number of times. So um, here we go. Let's listen to a little bit about doubt and what the bleep is going on. The topic I'd like to talk about is doubt because it's a big issue with me when it comes to allowing I can think of about five times in my life where I understand when you say tapped in, turned on. Tuned in, tapped in, turned on. And the energy that came from within was so deep, I didn't even have a name for it at the time. And the realization was, I am going to accomplish this. I have no doubt. No obstacle can get in my way. I don't care how long the process is. And I want to be able to do this on a regular basis, but I'm always retelling my story. I say, okay, I'm going to manifest. Oh, but wait a minute, now I've got to go back and retell the story. And you're not alone in this. And this is the reason that we are taking a little different tact in the way we are encouraging you to approach this. Because many of you have been working at this for a while. You understand about law of attraction. You're pretty good at recognizing your emotions. You recognize that doubt is just the feeling that you get when you've got a vibrational frequency going on that's disallowing what you really want. In other words, you understand all of this, but how do you now apply it in a way that gets you the real results that you want and we think that you're very wise in recognizing that the first order of business is to be done with the doubt so we're going to come back to something that we said earlier everyone can relate or most can relate in some way so hundred thousand dollars in debt would like to be a hundred thousand dollars in the black two hundred thousand dollar gap so not likely that that's going to change today in terms of what's actually in your bank account. But it is likely that you could go from doubt to positive expectation if you are willing to stay focused on a steady stream of conversation long enough to get the momentum going. And you don't need us. We would help do it. You don't need us to do it. You can find your own way out of your own doubt. But you have to understand that it's the doubt that you're trying to find your way out of, not the accomplishment of whatever it is that you doubt that you can accomplish. Did you hear that? That the work is to work your way out of the feeling of doubt, not into the having of whatever it is that you feel doubtful about. That's so big. Because 
The process to work your way out of doubt is a gradual process, but it's a for sure process. You can do it. You just have to show yourself that you can do it. And if you can do it once, you can do it twice. And if you can do it twice, you can do it three times. And if you can do it for a few days or a few weeks, then you can own that vibration about that subject. And so we start in very basic places. We start about things for which as far as we are concerned, there can be no doubt. Law of attraction abounds. Accept it or don't, but it abounds. Now, us just saying that doesn't make you know it. We can know it with everything that we are and we do, but our knowing it doesn't make you know it because you might have practiced a strong enough thought contrary to that that when we are even in the same space we're not communicating on the same vibrational frequency so that difference in frequency let's say a friend knows something and you think you know something different or do know something different so there's a difference of opinion there if you are having a difference of an opinion between yourself and someone else that is not going to bring you an emotion of doubt it's only when you have a difference of opinion with the source within you about that topic. Doubt is your own contradiction of your own vibration. It doesn't have anything to do with the practical reality of something. It doesn't have anything to do with the certainty of something. The feeling of doubt is just, I've got contradictory energy. I say I want it, and then I say I don't have it. And I say I want it, and then I say I don't have it. And then I say I want it, and then I say I don't have it. That equals contradictory energy, and that's what equals that feeling of doubt. So when you say, I want to talk about the subject of doubt, what we hear you say is, I want to talk about the subject of contradicted energy in me. When we hear you say, I want to talk about the subject of contradicted energy in me, we hear you say, I want to talk about my not very practiced focus. I want to talk about my sloppy thinking. I want to talk about me looking at stuff I don't want and looking at it long enough that I get momentum. I want to talk about me looking at what is instead of thinking about what can be and letting what is dominate my vibration when what can be is what's dominating my source energy's vibration. My inner being's focused upon what's becoming. I'm focused on what hasn't become yet. That's what doubt is. Isn't this a good conversation? Excellent. It tells me everything. Yeah, so all you got to do is find things that feel good when you think about them. This is perhaps the most important conversation that we would ever have with anyone who's wanting to be the deliberate creator of their own reality. You don't have to take the subject of your desire and think about it until it happens. And in fact, when you take the subject of your desire and you think about it till it happens, it usually doesn't happen anytime soon. Because you're thinking about the subject that you want to happen from the perspective of it not happening, and you're introducing resistance into the equation causing split energy, which makes you feel doubtful. And then you say, I think my doubt is killing this project. And we say, no, your doubt is the indication that you're killing this project with contradictory thought. You okay. got that, didn't you? I did. So just cut it out. <laughs> Stop beating the drum of anything that makes you feel doubt and beat the drum of what makes you feel encouraged about things. Look for things that you feel already encouraged about. Can you give me an example of when doubt creeps in, how I can correct, eliminate, whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing? That's not the time to do it because that's like, Abraham, <laughs> I've fallen out of an airplane. I don't have a parachute. What should I do now? Okay. Hang on. It'll be over in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> 
because because there's momentum that's going on. So the time that you correct the doubt, drum roll, is before you have it. You practice believing on things that are easy to believe until the practice of positive expectation is just your practiced chronic nature. How are you going to come to feel your invincibility when clearly there are things that you've never done? Well, by focusing on the things that you have done and just keeping that vibration so active that there's just not room for the contradictory vibration. I had a conversation one day with a woman on the telephone. She was having none of us. She just wanted us to give her some magic something that would take her directly to the condition that she wanted. And since we were trying to teach her how to create her own reality, we were extremely annoying to her. <laughs> I'm actually going to pull back from that track because a lot of us have heard the story, but not, and I will fill it in. But there was so much in mm. that little piece. There was so much... Can we all just take a collective breath? There was so much that they revealed in just the last five minutes, right? I mean, um, we're going to take a quick break. So I don't want to jump into it because there's so much that we want to talk about. And, you know, we will go just beautifully through the path that they just uh, talked about. And you will never, ever think about doubt in the same way after this hour. Don't you love that? Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is going to be a delicious dive into just exposing doubt and so that you can just trip the light fantastic right to the elevator opening for you. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, For Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
God is formless, jet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad that you joined us today. You're listening to Heather and Ray here on Everyday Attraction. Um, Okay, so... Where do we begin? We're talking about doubt. There was just this extraordinary oh. unfolding. So, I mean, let's first start with, you know, what it is, what it is. And, and yeah. go ahead. Well, I, I really love the way they said so succinctly, the energy of the vibration of um, contrast or, or um, contradiction, con- uh, contradiction. Yeah. When we think that we can't have something that we're asking for. Right. And one of the things that I I got this clarity, I was like, there's two things that I do. Um, and one of the reasons I, I became a hypnotherapist was this exact reason was that I could not see myself doing certain things that I knew I wanted. And I just decided that I was going to hypnotize myself or get hypnotized to shift that because I would tell myself the same story over and over and over again. And the other thing is the there's this exercise that I do called the one command, which there's a book about um, you can buy online on Amazon, but it talks about how to release the needing to know how, because a lot of times we think we can't because we think we need to know how we can have something. And when the, the how doesn't show up for us, it it's like, well, I can't have that then because I have no idea how that's ever going to happen. Right. Cause it feeds the doubt again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not our job. It's not our job to know the how. That's the universe's job. So that's one thing I want to remind everybody. And it took me a while to remember that too. Yeah, and I thought they were so clear in that last segment about our number one job is to clean up the doubt. It's not to try to get what we want. Um, It's not trying to figure out how to get what we want. It's not even about um, necessarily focusing in on on what we're desiring, which I think is is such an interesting, subtle, profound understanding of of these laws. So number one, be done with the doubt. So, you know, how do you do that? Well, let's, let's focus on the fact that if you've got to the point of doubt, it is simply, simply and only ever, ever an indication that you are focused thoughts opposite or in contradiction 
to how your source is feeling about that subject. That's it. That's the, that's the whole surprise. That is the whole recipe. So all it means is that the experience of doubt, let's call it a, a color. You're, you're turning the color red simply because you're mixing white, you know, you're, you're mixing colors together that are simply revealing how you've been focused, how you've been focused. That's it. And, and the way you've been focused is in direct contradiction to how source energy knows and holds you. That's some powerful stuff you're moving against, right? That is some powerful energy you're pushing against. The entire universe is saying yes. And you're like, yeah, but how and where and what and why not? And when, you know, when, and let me tell you the story as to why I want it. Let me tell you about the ditch that that dug that I fell into and why I need this and what, I mean, the whole time the universe is like, yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. So that is really exciting. I mean, in a way, doubt can be exciting because it's saying to you, all you got to do is stop it. (laughs) Stop the simple, easy. That's all you have to do. Exactly. (laughs) So, and they, and they gave the, the antidote in there. They, they really, you know, can you stay focused long enough to get momentum around something that you can expect positive results from? Can you, is, here's the process. Can you own a vibration, meaning stay focused long enough on something that you know you can have? <laughs> And begin to focus on that as a way to change the atmosphere climate in which then everything can move and shift. It's like you have to change camps. You have to, you have to, there's no way you're going, there's no, what do they say there? There's no bottom to that doubt. There's no bottom there. You've got to shift it. You've got to stay focused on. So what do you know? What, what are you sure of? You know, can you find something in your life? that you can focus on and know that you can have and know that, you know, that you have some sort of, uh, of understanding about, I think that's really an interesting way in. So, because if everything's momentum and everything is about focus, yeah, then, you know, you kind of have to step back and go general. I was just going to say that. And if you can't stay on topic, go general, that's the easiest way to go. Um, the other thing they mentioned again is if you're in the middle of, all of it right now, wait until you land softly and then, and then do your work and then, then pick up from then. But don't you love knowing that doubt is only ever, ever a contradiction to what source already has for you? Yeah, it makes it simple. <sighs> I know, really? And it's, and all that's happening, all that's happening is you've been practicing one side of the story and the other story is already there for you. You know, it's, and you might not be able to do it around that subject because you have so much, here's the word momentum around that subject, but you do have positive momentum around something else. Like I bet you have a lot of positive expectations about the sun coming up tomorrow. Right. That's one of the easiest ones. Right. Because we expect it. We know it's happening. Right. I bet that you can stand back and really expect the planet to be in perfect proximity tomorrow to all the other planets and continue to <laughs> to rotate on its axis. I and the, the other thing is to stay present because in the now, 
you know that. But when you start going off into the future, then you, you lose it, you know, because it's like, well, I only know right now. Right. Right now. That's all you have to know is right now. Right now. But this idea, and I think it's so important that we slow it down and really focus on the idea that practicing something adds momentum to it. And when you have enough momentum, Heather was talking about the 40, you know, the the 50 to 51% or the 49 to 51% where you're just tipping the axis to the point where you are more focused in the positive momentum longer. It's so powerful, but it is something where you have to refuse to tell the story, the other story that got you to doubt to begin with, right? And I think that that really is the most powerful shift is to stop telling the story that got you to the place of being doubtful and to move to a practiced, dedicated focus on positive expectation on things that you can easily, easily embrace as yours (sighs) and get dominant you know, and get really dominant. The first step of that stop telling the story is the awareness of when you do tell the story, you know, (laughs) like even having the awareness that there is a story that we tell. Exactly, exactly. And I I think the more that you pay attention to how you're feeling, you're going to catch yourself before you start to tell it again. You know, if if you have the sensitivity, and this is what I love about this work is that your sensitivity to how you're feeling is really the key to being able to pivot before the doubt comes. You know, they had, they said that in that focus, they said, you know, well, the idea is to work on this so that doubt never actually has to creep in, you know, because, yeah. because you proactively work it. on your doubt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the inner being, your inner being is always, always, always focused on yes. And, you know, it's also another emotion that that plays into this perfectly is the emotion of disappointment, because disappointment and doubt kind of have a lot of they're like kissing cousins. And, And I think there's this thing about disappointment, where a lot of times people won't try things or go for things because they're quote, unquote, afraid of being disappointed, which is so crazy when you look at it in the context of this, that disappointment is only ever, ever the fact that source knows you can have what you want, and you're beating the drum of not getting to have it like you can't have it you're disappointed because a circumstance revealed that you didn't somehow get what you wanted and now that's just a vendetta that's just sort of a you know an indictment of the fact that you can't have it and there's that disappointment but all of this is shiftable all of this is just waiting for a you know a shift in your momentum but you've got to be a dedicated thinker you've got to be a dedicated feeler yeah, and, you know, um, and you cannot let circumstances, which are going to continue, because remember, circumstances are still revealing your old momentum, you know, that thing you just stopped doing yesterday, the the physical is still going to reveal some stuff based on that, the momentum you've been practicing. So you, right. you, you can't get, um, oh, yeah, what did Bashar, who's a great channel, talks about the echo, like, don't be fooled by the echo. Mm-hmm. Because you just started shifting your focus and you're really staying into that positive expectation on things that you can feel positively expectant about and something else reveals more information about your doubt. That's just an echo from last week's momentum. 
<laughs> it's like a, 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 a post on Facebook today. Somebody posted something about, oh, and I, I ate a bunch of chocolate and drank some wine and I'm down two pounds still. And it's like, well, probably the last three days you were eating vegetables, <laughs> and today, you know, so it's the similar kind of thing. There's like that lag time, you know, you're spirit i always see it like my spirit's out there forging ahead and my body's kind of you know the caboose um yes following up the back and and the other piece that i always i think well this piece about the hundred thousand dollars in debt and the hundred thousand dollars in the black um one of the things that i think is helpful is to just ask for what you want from a place of i'm open to receiving it in the possibilities of it, not saying I better have it or else, or I, 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 I have to have it, you know, and I have to know how I'm going to have it, but just ask, you know, so let's say I I'm asking for $10,000 and I'm open to receiving $10,000 and I have no idea how it's all going to show up. But if I am clearly open to receiving, then your energy is not conflicting or contradicting. Right. But what's tricky about that is that, Oftentimes, there's so much momentum around why you need the 10000 to begin with. Right. Or where you think it's going to come from or where you think it could possibly come from or where it's not going to come from or, yeah, why you have to have it by a certain date because if you're not going to, something bad's going to happen or something. Or, or this is what you're using as a way for God to prove itself to you and all this kind of craziness. But, but I think what's so exciting about this is sort of stepping back, taking a deep breath and saying, well, what does what makes you feel encouraged? You know, what have you done that has worked out perfectly? What successes, what story, what success stories can you tell? What drum can you beat on how you have done this before on how on other subjects and other topics? Again, what is it that feel that helps you feel encouraged and bring that beautiful mind of yours to that playing field and beat that drum? And then doubt has to dissolve because it, it can't match the atmosphere and climate of you beating the drum of who you really are and the successes that you have already done and the truth of who you are. It, it, it just like dissolves. It has no play, it has no stickiness. Right. You know, and so I think there is that, especially when we get to new circumstances and we're unsure whether it be a new job or a new relationship. And, you know, we're not sure of, of all the, you know, the circumstances. It is important to go back into our, our minds and say, you know, what, what did it feel like to feel just encouraged in, in my own self, not by anyone outside of myself? What is it that I know I can do? Where in my life have I, experienced how good I am. Yeah. You know, where is it? Have you know that success story? We're so quick to tell the story of when we failed, you know, and sources saying, no, 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 beat the drum of when it worked. And I always think about this, you know, the castle, it's just as easy to manifest a, a button as a, a castle. Um, it's just as easy to, to talk about, or it's maybe easier to think about, the last time you manifested a parking spot or somebody um, you reconnected with somebody you hadn't talked to in a long time and you were thinking about them and they called you, it can be, it's little things. It doesn't have to be big. Right. Exactly. That And to, and to really bring in the experience of that, of what, of you remembering your own worthiness and your own power to create. 
and just to start to create, and again, we've been talking about that climate, that atmosphere where things can come to you because you're already, you know, in that place of non-contradiction to the extraordinary spirit that you are. I mean, the fact that you are even conscious is evidence enough that there's a lot going on here that you get. <laughs> that you're, you know. One thing I want to say too is remember to open the door because sometimes we want to have a conversation with somebody, but then we don't open the door. So we wonder why we can't hear them <laughs> yes. or we don't pick up the phone, you know? So it's like, you have to stay open, always be open to receive connection with source. Yes. Cause it's everywhere. And, and it, and what's so exciting about momentum and Abraham's have been talking about this a lot is it just takes a little push to get that rock rolling at the top of the hill. And then the universe takes care of the rest of the momentum it will really take you flying high and you'll, you'll be, you know, really flying on, on those wings, not wings that you're trying to glue together <laughs> and get off the ground yourself, you know, <laughs> um, you know, really is allowing that energy to, to take you. So, well, we've come to the end of our hour. I hope that this hour has revealed some new understandings, some new places that you can venture more deeply into your consciousness and your connection to source about how to release doubt and how to really remember your greatness. Remember that your entourage, your spiritual entourage is always saying yes to who you are and who you are becoming. And that there is only ever, ever more opportunity for your great expansion. So we thank you for this hour. We hope you visit our websites and, uh, and thank you. Feel good sister. Ah, oh, feel good sister. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.
Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM. Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern for The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus took time for prayer, contemplation, and conversation with God. This example of Jesus struggling to accept the path before him has inspired humanity through the ages. Just as Jesus prepared himself for his final ordeal and ultimate triumph, I prepare myself for challenges with prayer. I affirm the aspects of my personal and spiritual nature that I want to express more fully. At the same time, I am fearless in examining the ways I do not yet apply those qualities in daily life. By staying prayed up, I make wise choices in all that I think, say, and do. Every challenge becomes an opportunity for new growth and transformation. And every blessing becomes a lesson in the power of prayer. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Chris Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. <laughs> 